Welcome everybody to episode number 86 of the Gaming Hub. I'm your host Tyler, joined as always by our two co-hosts, uh, Graham and Steve. And we're going to say hi to everybody here in a second, but first we wanted to start with uh, an announcement that we've been teasing to our community throughout the week. Announcement time. Announcement time, I know. So uh, we've been doing the show for uh, going on two years now. It'll be two years once we hit June. And we'll celebrate actually our two-year anniversary of doing this uh, at E3, which is pretty cool. So uh, about a week ago, we got contacted by a representative from Dash Radio, which is a satellite radio platform. Uh, pretty similar to, if you think like uh, Sirius XM, things like that, except it's not subscription-based. So you don't have to pay for it. But Which is uh, yeah, Dash awesome. Radio, yeah, Dash Radio has over 10 million active listeners, active users right now. Um, so it's a pretty large platform that is growing, uh, still fairly new, also growing. And, and you know, we kind of got a chance to see the growth there and uh, pretty significant. But anyway, they just launched a new channel on their platform called Multiplayer, which is video game focused. And they wanted us to be one of the shows that kind of helps launch that and, and be there. Uh, they've already launched, but they want us to come and, and be part of that. And uh, we kind of worked on it throughout the week, talked back and forth, and we're happy to announce at this point that we are going to be part of Dash Radio going forward, starting with this very episode tonight. This one. So, yep. So uh, if you're listening to us on Dash Radio, welcome. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we're, we're happy to have you here. Uh, we are called uh, The Gaming Hub, and we do a show once a week, at least. And we also have a lot of social media ways to interact. We have a pretty cool community uh, of people that believe in positive gaming and, you know, just having fun playing games. And we'd love for you to take part of that in that community. And we do a lot of cool things like giveaways, things like that. And uh, the only way to do that is to be part of that community and, you know, take part in the things that we have that result in giveaways. Like so many questions we ran on the show. You'll hear some at the end of this one tonight. So, uh, Tyler. Yeah, go ahead, Graham. How can they uh, find us? So they can find us lots of different ways. Uh, we're on Facebook um, under uh, the Gaming Hub uh, podcast forums. We are there. We're also on Twitter uh, at TXH Gaming Hub. You can follow us on Twitch. Uh, we have a Twitch channel, and we do a lot of streams throughout the week. Uh, we kind of have a stream team, uh, the three of us, uh, plus one other person, and that's about to be two other people uh, joining that team. So uh, we're really excited about that. So we'll have content going throughout the course of the week to support the community and you know help uh, supplement the show that we do here. So that is also TXH Gaming Hub on Twitch. So if you go there, there's links down below the screen on Twitch, of every single other social media thing that we have. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we're really happy to be part of Dash Radio. And yes. we hope you enjoy the show. Um, if you do, please, take part in our community. Uh, join up and, and take part. We do a lot more than just the show. Uh, we like to create a community of gamers that just want to have fun playing and kind of play in an environment where you don't have to worry about all the trolls and all the other stuff that you deal with sometimes playing games online. So, again, really happy to announce that. Uh, thrilled to be here. We don't want to go out about it too long, so we want to get to the show for everybody that's actually listening on Dash right now. But for our community out there, we're going to premiere on Dash Radio uh, Saturday night, the uh, 10th of March at 9 p.m. Pacific time. 
and will air five times throughout the week, each and every week at the same times. And we'll post those times on our social media so you mm-hmm. can find it there. So with uh, without further ado, um, we'll get reactions from our other two co-hosts here uh, on that. And let's start with Graham. How are you okay. doing this week, Graham? I'm doing good. Uh, yeah. I don't know if our listeners, but you guys know that I currently have moved. Um kind of got things put together it's still a little bit uh messy and trying to figure out exactly out that works for me but i'm definitely excited for a new opportunity to re-hook everything up you know that's always a great thing hook up a thousand wires and sometimes you always come up well not sometimes you always (laughs) sometimes you come up with a better idea than you had last time you're like oh why didn't i think of this before so it's all about process but i'm definitely looking forward but on that note, I would definitely like to extend a welcome to everybody, the new listeners. Uh, welcome back to the people who've listened to us before. Uh, as Tyler said, I've been part of this podcast for two wonderful years, almost two wonderful two wonderful years. Uh, it's been great uh, meeting other people in the community and seeing the community grow. So I'd like to thank everyone for being here with us, and uh, hopefully uh, you stick around for the ride and uh, some other exciting things happen. But yeah. Good so, to have you guys. Thank you, Graham. Let's turn it over to Steve. How are you doing? I'm doing fan-freaking-tastic. Uh, I, I'm i with you guys. I'm super excited uh, to join Dash Radio. Uh, I think it's going to help us grow a lot bigger. Um, I hope you guys are enjoy listening to us, those of you that are listening for the first time on Dash. Uh, I think we have a lot of good stuff planned. As far as, like, my week, you know, I thought this week was going to kind of suck. I had two midterms and an essay due for school and – they all went pretty easy and pretty smooth, and I just got things done really quick, and so I had more time for video games this weekend without stress because the week just went well, you know. It's been a good week. <laughs> well, I can tell you, you've had a better week than I have. Um, I So what I do uh, for a living, without getting into detail, is I work for a company, and I do a lot of the training for them. So I'm kind of like a teacher, but for uh, a company, and I do a lot of the training for uh, supervisors ranging from like hourly supervisors all the way up to high levels of salaried uh, supervisors. And uh, this week I kind of had like the class from hell. It was just really fun, except it wasn't. And so I'm really looking forward to playing some games this weekend because I, I need that to kind of unwind a little bit. And, you know, we talked about that last week, right? As gaming is an escape. Uh, yeah. So, so if you want to listen to that, everybody, everybody's new to the show. Um, again, uh, through our social media that we listed, we'll list again towards the end of the show, uh, but you can go and find all past episodes if uh, you want to get caught up. So, uh, we talked about gaming as an escape and I'll definitely be doing that this weekend. Um, but yeah, uh, last thing, everybody, uh, we're part of a website called the xboxhub.com and that's for all the latest, all your Xbox news, news, uh, opinions and reviews. So head on over to the xboxhub.com, uh, for all of that. Uh, this show, though, however, we kind of branch out into everything. So we, especially in the world of console gaming. Yeah, we don't discriminate. Yeah, we don't discriminate. No, we do not. So uh, what we do next is our new segment. And we just kind of get everybody caught up on what's going on over the course of the week. So let's start with kind of the big news of the week. And it was leaked by uh, NBA star James Harden. <laughs> Thanks, James. Yeah. <laughs> so he... Uh, he leaked it by wearing a hat that showed uh, a four in the same style, color, pattern, and everything else that the logo for Black Ops 3 was in. And it started, you know, the internet went crazy. 
and all of a sudden, uh, Activision came out and announced Call of Duty Black Ops 4, uh, you know, this week with a release date, and this is the interesting part, of October 12th. Now, Call of Duty is always released, like the first week of November, about first 10 days of November-ish, right around Veterans Day. And this year, they're going October 12th, and I want to talk to you guys about this part, like, not so much the game. Like, we knew Call of Duty was coming, and, and there were kind of rumors that it was going to be Black Ops 4, and that's no surprise. Tyler has a theory. I do. Let's hear it. I think I think we need to talk about, like, is Rockstar really this powerful? Do they have that much clout that even Call of Duty, like the juggernaut of juggernauts, is going to get out of the way of Red Dead Redemption 2 and get out there before them? What do you guys think? You know, I think it's very plausible, and it's probably a good strategy on their part because especially with the online element of it, like Red Dead is just going to take up so much time and like people's hours and stuff like that. So basically if they're into the game and they're enjoying it and then Black Ops 4 comes out, they're going to be like, well, you know, it's probably a good game, but I'm having so much fun. So I think this is a good strategic move. Like Black Ops like, okay, we want to avoid that. So let's get out before then. And... Like, I'm sure it's going to sell really well, and, and maybe it will drop off after Red Dead, but they will initially have the crowd that they want and probably get the sales. So, yeah, I think they just looked at, like, what game was coming out, and they're like, okay, if we're going to do something, we should come out earlier for, like, a marketing strategy. So, yeah, this doesn't surprise me, and I'm going to back you up on your theory, Tyler. I think, you, uh, I think you're on to something. What do you think, Steven? I don't think it has. It has a little to do. There's going to be people that buy COD and they only play Call of Duty, and that's fine. Yep. I, I, yeah, they might have moved up just to avoid and try to get the people that are maybe on the fence. And, like, if they launch the same week as Rock or as uh, Red Dead, like, then yes, I would see them competing because I would rather pick up Red Dead. But because it's, what, like two or three weeks apart or, like, 11 days, I think it is apart um i i don't think there's gonna be a huge i think that call of duty is gonna sell well now because there's 11 days oh, and for sure. 11 days is a lot of time in video game world at least for, for me so they're just they're not the same types of games because call of duty like you're gonna play red dead and then you're like okay i want to go shoot people in call of duty so that's what i'm gonna do i don't know i they might be moving out of the way a little bit but i don't think it's as I don't think it's as competitive as you guys seem to think. So, I, I do, and here's why. So, you look at other games that have come out, right? And and maybe not a fair comparison, because Call of Duty is a super established brand, right? And and you're right, Steve. People come out, and they every year, they might buy one game, and that's Call of Duty. Yeah. And they might buy two games, and it's Call of Duty and Madden. You know, stuff like, there are plenty of players that are like that. Um. But yeah, I'd say too. Some people prefer the Black Ops too, or for the zombies. So sure. it's definitely yeah. got got some grasp there. But my thing is, Call of Duty's never launched outside that early November window that I can remember. Yeah. Um, Coincidence? There, there's got to be a reason for it, and <laughs> and they have seen sales that have not gone in the direction that they want in recent years. So. That might have something to do with it, too, that they maybe don't want to release towards the end of the holiday window anymore. But let's face it. Rockstar puts out a game every five years. It's pretty much always like a 10 out of 10. 
And Grand Theft Auto V sold, what, pushing 60 million <laughs> copies or more now? And still selling, like, Yeah, I mean, it helps amazingly. that the game's on sale every week. So that doesn't hurt. But no. at the same time, I mean, that game has sold... That game has created so much energy around the online portion that I think people are really excited about the idea of Red Dead 2 online and what that's going to bring, what that world is going to be. And I think there's a lot of players out there that are more excited for the online portion of Red Dead 2 than they are for the actual story in the campaign. So if you get out first, you avoid that. You, you don't get people that get sucked into that online portion of the game and then they're like, I don't need anything else, you know? True. Uh, my question for you guys, though, my second question, uh, is when the hell do you come out if you're Battlefield? That's, yeah, I was thinking that. Um, late November, maybe? Well, no, because you'd want... No. No, because your ideal... Yeah, it's probably the same time. Shoot, like, maybe maybe even the week before. <laughs> Everyone's uh, going to keep... So, game's going to release tomorrow. <laughs> so, be the first one out. To me... For me, real quick, and I'll, I'll see. I want to see what you guys think about this. I was kind of thinking about this this week, you know, for Battlefield, because I'm a Battlefield fan. Like Steve, I know you weren't a huge fan of Battlefield One. Um, I love Battlefield One. I think it's actually a lot of fun, and I'm a big Battlefield fan. Period, especially the online portion. Um, yeah. The campaigns tend to be, you know, I can do without them. Hit or miss, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can do without them, but the, the online's always fun. Like I enjoy Battlefield Four a lot, and I enjoy Battlefield One quite a bit. Uh I think you're looking at competing with a game no matter when you come out, September, October, November. So September, you're going to compete with Destiny Year 2, Destiny 2 Year 2. And October, you're going to compete with Call of Duty and Red Dead 2. And if you sandwich between those, you're done. Yeah. like yeah. You're, That game's going to get swallowed up and steamrolled by those two. And I think if you come out early November you're, or, or late November... That's like the end of the window. You're not going to be able to take advantage of Black Friday. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And people are already going to have their hands on Call of Duty for a month and a half and Red Dead for a month. Then they might decide they don't need another game. Yeah. So I think your best bet is to go early September and release, or mid-September, and release against Destiny 2 Year 2 with something new. And hopefully that allows them to get it going. Now, I don't know if they can get that game out by then. But, but here's the thing. Hopefully they can. They, uh, there's a lot of people that prefer Battlefield over Call of Duty. I'm I am one, one of them. them. I'm one I am of one of them. I am 100% yeah, I, one of them. So I don't think it's it's necessarily wait, a wait, bad wait. idea to launch on the same day as Call of Duty. Did you say Battlefield over Call of Duty? Or yes, Call of Duty? I said Battlefield okay. over yeah. Call of Duty. Yes, I am one. I, just want to I, I think Battlefield could come out on the same time as Call of Duty. I know there are people that play both. But I know there's a lot of people on both sides, and you're going to get probably at least half. And depends on how you market the game. I mean, Blobs 4, that's pretty exciting, I guess. Um, I know a lot of people love the Black Ops. I like calling it Blobs. Uh, I know a lot of people like the Black Ops series. Uh, and if Battlefield does go World War Two, you know, I think that loses some people because Call of Duty just did that, and so it's like... No, it's Battlefield definitely... 2, though, right? It's full-on destruction. Yeah. Like, that's the big thing about Battlefield that separates them from Call of Duty. Sure. I prefer like, Call of Duty's action pace. Act- and, like, people, action. like, flying jets and, like, tanks. Like, people like that yeah. aspect, right? So that's why sure. Battlefield draws their one. But, guys, There's... do keep in mind that 
Fallout New Orleans or something might get announced too by Bethesda for November. That's true. So and I'll, yep. I'll tell you what, if, if Fallout and Red Dead come out in the same, I'll buy both of them easily. Yeah, well, um, and I will not buy Call of Duty or Battlefield mm-hmm. if I have Fallout and or Elder Scrolls. Yeah, because it might be a new Elder Scrolls game. Because uh, yeah. you know, I think with how E3 went last year, or no, the one before. When uh, Bethesda like announced it and it's like, oh, and it's out in whatever time. Yeah, that was I think amazing. people are like that was amazing. So it I think amazing. other companies want to replicate that. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's gonna be some surprise announcements for later this year. So like I said, it's gonna get to the point where people are gonna have to pick and choose what games they want to put their hours into, because especially with this gen like games are so big now like so much especially open world so i don't know i'm definitely curious to see what's going to come out and like I said some games might suffer but i think some games have a strong enough fan base that they'll do well but yeah. like a good example too is when rise of the tomb raider and fallout 4 was released on the same night like that was yeah, but that, that crazy. really that really hurt Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yeah, that was a stupid. Yeah. That was crippling for that game, and, and that game was so good. Yeah, so and good. It, yeah, it it really hurt that game, and even Microsoft admitted after that they made a giant mistake by, you know, and, Beth- and uh, not Bethesda, uh, Square Enix. Um, admitted that they made a giant mistake by releasing on the same day. Like that shouldn't have happened. I, Steve, I, I actually disagree on one thing. I think if if Battlefield Five or whatever it's going to be called, releases on the same day as Call of Duty, it's going to get crushed. I think a game like Battlefield takes advantage of coming out first because they usually come out like two weeks before Call of Duty. Oh, that's like true. One week, and the, people have that itch to play the shooter, you know, the military shooter, and they yeah. go buy it, and it kind of ties them, you know, ties them over till Call of Duty comes out. Because Call of Duty is better. Yep. So. Well, well, you know, for teach their own, right? Like I personally like Battlefield. I know Graham does too. Like, but you like games like Call of Duty, and and it's great that they're both there. Yeah, I'll and, play them both. I just I hate running for five minutes because yeah. vehicle combat is stupid. Running for five <laughs> minutes, getting sniped in the head, and then having yeah, those are frustrating five moments. I'm not gonna lie, but but spawn deaths with Call of Duty, like they ah. both have their own. Yeah, yeah, but you have three seconds and then you're back in again. I don't know. We yeah. can argue about this well, for like push, three minutes. Push come to shove, though. Let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. No. <laughs> yeah. Push come to shove, I'll take Titanfall over either one. But, uh, and I'll take Halo over Titanfall. But, I'll take Halo over So, yeah. So, on that note, Graham, you brought up um, kind of the Bethesda model lately, right? Of announcing a game and being like, hey, it's out in four months. Yeah. So, let me throw one more game at you guys. Uh-oh. For this holiday window. Because they said it's not happening, but I think it might be a smokescreen. We don't know. But what if Microsoft announces at E3 that Halo 6 is coming this year? When is that game going to come out and not get swallowed up? I would say holiday. I would say it's going to be a Christmas bundle. Uh, No, I think it's got to be September. I agree with you, Steve. It It has to be September. Stick it to Bungie, too. for Two two months later, Like that'd be a bombshell. Well, it's three. Right. Yeah, I, I, it'd yeah. be almost impossible. I, I, well, I don't Halo, know. Halo could it. compete with Call of Duty, I think, maybe a little bit. Well, I don't know. That's a tough one. Well, remember That's, though, Halo. A hard remember Halo Four? It was launched super close to Call of Duty. I don't remember which one it was that year. Uh, what was it? Two thousand and twelve or whatever. 
the 13 uh, Halo 4. It was 12. So whatever Call of Duty was 2012. Let me and, check my memory. And, and Halo and 4. But Halo 4 had a really high, you know, like player count online for about two weeks. And then Call of Duty came out and Halo 4 plummeted. And it never came back. Yeah, but Halo 4 wasn't that great online. Yeah, like, it was I, different. And Halo 5 was a lot better. Yes, 5 five so much Like, better. we we still play Halo 5 online sometimes. Sometimes, Like, sure. we jump in and play, and, it, and it's always a good time. Like, you know, Steve, we, we carry Steve through the game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's sure. actually, the truth be told, it's actually the opposite. Steve's quite good at multiplayer shooters. Yeah. So, yeah. But I hate them, so it's, it's weird. <laughs> um, I, I do have a question, though, for you guys. Yeah. Is and I, I, I already know your answer, Tyler, but I'm okay. going to answer it anyways. Sure. Uh, if Elder Scrolls Six is announced, mm-hmm. and it comes out at around the same time as Red Dead, which game takes priority? I'll let you mm-hmm. go first, Tyler, because I know your answer. Uh, yeah, I just know your answer. Yeah, it's Red Dead, like, easily. I mean, and it's not that Elder Scrolls is a bad game, it's just not my type of game. Yeah. And, like, Graham, I think you're probably going to be the opposite here. I, yeah, that's a tough one. I would, just because I know the Elder Scrolls world better than Red Dead, and I attempted Red Dead on when it's backwards compatible. Yeah. But, I don't know, I'm just going to get neither one of them, so I don't have to choose. (laughs) I don't know, that's tough. I'd probably go with Elder Scrolls, though, just because that's more of my type of game. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, like, it's not really, like, Witcher 3 comparison, but it has potential to be that, right? Yeah, because it's gonna be a lot bigger, and I love the crap out of The Witcher Three. So I would pick The Witcher Three over Red Dead. So for that reason, I will go with Elder Scrolls. Well, The Witcher Three came out like ten years after Red Dead Redemption, so I don't know how you could compare them. But uh, I mean, like, you know, yeah, or right, maybe. For fair me, well, and, and Graham, to be fair, sorry, Steve, but Graham, to be fair, like, how long did you actually put into Red Dead Redemption? Yeah. I'm gonna go with not enough. Time. Yeah, I, you I don't did. Know how, the game holds up on backwards compatibility. I I played it and I put like a few hours in. I just like as soon as Red Dead Two's announced, I'm like, ah, I'd rather get lost in that world than uh, yeah, than Red Dead One again. But, but I love the first Red Dead. I get overwhelmed or I don't get overwhelmed or get tired of running and shooting games and stuff like that. Yeah, but that's not what that is. Yeah, it's but, not but I don't mean by running and shoot. But I mean a lot of shooting, going around and shooting. I don't know. I it just yeah, but you love Fallout. I wouldn't move. Yeah, but I like it for other reasons. Okay, I mean, but Red Dead, you're not shooting stuff constantly in Red Dead. You're not. Like, there's so much stuff to do in that game. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. I didn't get to the point to see the whole vast world opened up and stuff like that, right? So. Yeah. So Graham's answer then is if a Fallout came out, he would prefer that over Red Dead. Sure. But Elder Scrolls, he doesn't. Oh know. yes. For yeah. me, for me, that's. Uh, I asked the question myself, but it's it's tough, and that's the reason I asked it is because I loved the first or I loved Red Dead Redemption. It's not the first Red Dead because Revolver was out, but the first Red Dead Redemption. Uh, but I love Skyrim. I loved Oblivion more. Just. It was smoother in Skyrim. I know people love Morrowind, but I didn't get a chance to play that, so I'm not going to talk about that. I I think I would put away Red Dead for Elder Scrolls, though. I just would you? I love okay. I love the magic in Elder Scrolls, like, and I mean the actual magic, not like the magic of like, oh, this game's magical. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just like the I like fantasy a little more than I like 
um, gunplay, which is why I prefer the Elder Scrolls over Fallout. Okay. But don't get, like I'll play them both eventually. I just if they came out at the same time, I'd I'd buy them both. Yeah. But I I would play Elder Scrolls a little more. I think. Okay. Where's Those are mouth? fun decisions to have, though. I am. Yeah, and I, I hope I have to make that decision come. <laughs> come uh, October, to be honest. Nothing wrong I, with uh, options I really and want an Elder Scrolls game. But if, <laughs> if I remember, Skyrim came out in November, I think. So we might be yeah. a little okay. So well, we guys, just imagine if, say, they don't come out this year, but they come out next year along with Cyberpunk. Like, holy moly. <laughs> so if all these games we're talking about get released this year, I mean, yeah. something's going to get pushed to next spring. Yeah. Yes. It has to. And there's no way Crackdown is coming out this year, if that's no. the case. Because that game will just get It destroyed. would just get lost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I, wouldn't well, even, I would forget that it's even coming out. I'd even use it to like, level my Xbox if it was, like, on an angle or something. Yeah. <laughs> even if it does come out this year, like, can it compete with anything? Because we already know Call of Duty. There's going to be a Battlefield. Yeah. You have Red Dead. And yeah. that's just – and Destiny Year 2. There's no good place to put that game. So, you know, yeah. so I'm going <laughs> to no, tell no you, though, the, the only thing that could save it, if it still comes out this year, is that it'll launch on Game Pass. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Game Pass is amazing. It is. So, so I want to. What is I wanna, Game Pass, by yeah. the way, for the people who are wondering? <laughs> so, tell us. Okay, it is a subscription-based. Um, I'm in Canada, so I don't know how much. It's is, 10 but, American. It's ten dollars American, and what do they have? A hundred titles on there now, or something like that. There's a lot of titles. Yeah, there's quite a few. And every Microsoft Studios title release going forward, you will get access to it on day one. And one thinking to the top of my head right now would be Sea of Thieves, which is coming out in just over ten days from now. Definitely looking forward to that. So, people who have pre-ordered this game. You should consider canceling your pre-order and paying for a subscription of uh, Xbox Game Pass. Because not only do you get that game, but you get access to so many other titles. And there's another title that's coming out. And we're talking about Microsoft will probably be announcing other titles. So you will also get those day one. So it's well, a great And deal. when we say titles, we mean like first party games, right? So anything yes. that's a Microsoft Studios game. That's yes, a Microsoft first-party game, is that's what we get. So we're getting a good transition, right? So we're getting Sea of Thieves, like, in, what, a week and a half? So we're yep. also going to get State of Decay 2. Yep. Yes, and that, are. speaking of State of Decay 2, uh, it has a release date of May 22nd, finally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it'll be 30 American. And if you have Game yep. Pass, obviously, it will be whatever the subscription price of Game Pass is. Yep. Uh, and I think it has fully integrated... or. A lot more in-depth co-op than the first one had, well, and I like the first one, so I'm I'm excited for this. I heard it has yeah. four-player co-op actually. Yes, nice. I, I, I didn't say two. I just said integrated co-op or more integrated co-op. Sure. Yeah, but well, sure. I didn't say that you said two. I said it has four. Right, <laughs> Stephen, <laughs> you wrong. There's four. <laughs> so, Not well, two. and that's cool though, because it'll be fun for us to get on and stream that game if we get that type of co-op in the game. So that'd be yeah, cool. and. And we know Graham loves zombie games because he's told us in the last few shows that uh, <laughs> how much he wishes there were yeah. more of them. But I think, Graham, this might be your type of zombie game, though, right? It could so, be. I yeah. think a little more strategy. Special. Yeah, uh-huh. it's more than like Days Gone, that 
just does not appeal to me. Like when I saw that, I'm like, no. Well, Days Days Gone strikes me as a zombie shooter in a yeah. lot of ways. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, like, I like the more I like Left for Dead. Yeah. Which, and speaking guess, of and speaking of Days Gone, real quick, we'll mention yeah. that that got pushed in 2019. Which so, probably needs to be spring yeah. of 2019, so that's that's fine. Well, and it doesn't thing, hurt my feelings any. No, but PlayStation does that really well. PlayStation usually has a really solid launch, you know, a really solid game come out in the spring. Yep. So yeah. they that's something they do really well, and it helps them sort of dominate the conversation in that time of year. So I, yeah. I they did it with Horizon. They did it with Bloodborne, right? Mm-hmm. And now we're going to see, they uh, what, the Order 1886 came out? in like February as well. Yeah, but that was so, a disappointing. Yeah, that was a little disappointing, but it's still that strategy, right? So I yeah. think we'll see, I think we and might I, see that as a spring release. Next and week. I want to say this about this game. Okay, we know it's coming out. We've saw the trailer many times. Please don't waste a whole bunch of E3 time showing a trailer of this game again. Yes. Yeah. Especially I, since you just delayed it. Beg well, especially you. since they showed it twice in one conference. Yeah, I know. Like two years ago. So, yeah. But uh, yeah. I'm looking for. I bet you we see a lot more of Death Stranding this year from Sony at E3. So I bet that's going to dominate a lot of that conference, and then we'll see a lot of like Spider-Man and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. for sure. Probably not. We'll see Days Gone for sure. But <laughs> just, just, brief, just for Graham, though, please. Just, just for Graham, brief. we'll see. No, yeah. for Graham, we're going to have like a 25 minute Days Gone. <laughs> You're going to see thing. me pull out my hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stream it so you guys can see what yeah. it's actually physically doing to me. So. So, speaking of PS4 exclusives, mm-hmm. um, well, not anymore. Crash Bandicoot, the <laughs> Insane Trilogy, is coming to the PC, Switch, and Xbox later this year. What? Uh, so that's, if you ins- like, that's insane. I know. That's crazy. Um, no, it's actually insane. Well, yeah. It is. It's in the title. Yeah. But Graham's got jokes today. Graham's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ruined my train of thought, but if you if you haven't had a chance to play it because you didn't have like a PS2 and you're interested in it, and you don't have PlayStation 4 and now. You can play it on your console or computer of choice. Mm-hmm. So there you go. You guys, you guys thinking about buying this now? If I get it, I'll get it on Switch. Yeah, rather yes. than Xbox, I think. I, Graham, I think you had mentioned that this is like a great type of game for Switch. Yes, and I stick by that because. They're they're kind of short levels, right? I I played the first one a little bit on PlayStation. I think it was on the original PS, wasn't it? Correct Steve, me. What somebody you thinking? help me out. Somebody. Oh, <laughs> you know, I'm sponsored by Bud Light, so do it. Right. <laughs> so um, we're gonna take you to a Bud Light commercial. Uh, yeah. No, but when I played Crash Bandicoot and die many times over and over, I like to enjoy it with a nice cold Bud Light. Yeah. <laughs> but no, definitely uh, this is a Switch title for me, and yep. I think I will pick this up for the Switch because it's just a fun game. Just pick up and just doodle around if you're doing something else. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to grab that one. Cool. Hopefully right. it's cheap. So, <laughs> so speak, speaking of Switch, sorry, Steve, did you have something? Go ahead. No, I was going to okay. segue that. All right, too, I, I got it. <laughs> so, speaking of Switch, uh, just, you know, everybody new to the show, Graham's kind of a resident. You know, Switch uh, and Nintendo fan. Yes. Um, we all like Nintendo, but Graham really likes Nintendo. I hold it near and dear to my heart. You do. So, Graham, you were more excited than any of us about Nintendo Direct this week. So tell us about that. 
I was. And to me, I don't think it disappointed. It um, it brought some ports that some people like, oh, it was already on this system, all that stuff. But even some of these systems were the Wii U. And for, like, the Switch has already outsold the lifetime of Wii U's. So a lot of great titles that people didn't get a chance is going to be on there. And in other titles, so I'm just going to go through the list and uh, we can talk about other ones after. Uh, I'll try to do this in order. So uh, Luigi's Mansion, it was uh, originally on the GameCube. I never played it. It's going to be on the 3DS. Uh, Captain Toad Treasure Hunter will be on the Switch. Mario Tennis Aces, which looks amazing, will be on Switch. Uh, Detective Pikachu, for you uh, Pikachu fans out there, and I know there's lots, will be on the Switch. And one that will be coming out, is, uh, I think, next week is Kirby Star Allies. Now, for people who are wondering about this, there is a demo available now, so can't hurt try it out on demo, right? And one that I know Steven is excited for, he'll talk about it a little bit, is Octopath Traveler. Um, this is an RPG from Square Enix, I'll say that much. And then to end things off, this was what got a lot of people excited. Me, personally, I'm, I'll get it, and then maybe the excitement will grow, but... They ended it with Super Smash Brothers, a title coming to the Switch that people have been wanting for a long time. Uh, people got excited for it. And if you guys are wondering, yes, there's a lot of finger snapping in uh, the Nintendo Direct. And, you know, I was kind of thinking, I'm like, okay, they named it Nintendo Switch, but they're always, like, clicking, snapping. They usually call it Nintendo Snap or something because I don't know why are you snapping all the time. But yeah, uh, I was excited for it. Any titles stood out to make you guys excited? And um, we all have Switches, so uh, let let us know what you think. Yeah, there there were some for me. I mean, you know, I'm I'm the one who's kind of missed out on a lot of Nintendo titles. Yes. Over the years, we won't go over that because yeah, we're not going to go like deep into that. I've I've been shamed me a little bit. I've been shamed multiple times on the show. (laughs) So (laughs) sometimes I question our friendship. Over I know. I'm sorry. Okay. But I'm trying to redeem myself through this. Uh, Smash Brothers obviously is of interest to me. Mario Tennis Aces is yeah. huge interest to me. I'm looking forward to that. And uh, Luigi's Mansion. And now, Graham, I'm going to give you an opportunity to shame me. Uh, I don't have a DS. Oh. But I'm really thinking I should get one because I'm thinking the DS might be the best console I've never had. And by console, you know, I mean something that's not PC. Yeah. Um, and it's probably the best handheld ever made. Yes. And it's super portable. You got tons of titles. And they're really down in price now. I don't know exactly yeah. how much. Um, if you're nearby, I could give you one or lend you one because I think I have like four or five kicking oh around. I don't even know. But yeah, it's a great system. Yeah. And I think I might, you know, look into getting one at some point just because there's so much available there to play. Mm hmm. Um, but th- those are the ones that really kind of excite me. Steve, how about you? Uh, well, as Graham alluded to, uh, Octopath Traveler is something I'm interested in. I love RPGs. It's JRPG made by Square Enix, my favorite company. Though I wish they would stop making all these extra games and just concentrate on the one game that actually matters this year. And, you know, that's Kingdom Hearts 3. But, you know, that well, that's story for another time. That's story for another time. Uh, I'm excited for Mario Tennis Aces as well. And Luigi's Mansion is one of my favorite games on the GameCube. I'll play it again. Smash Brothers. If it's new, I'll be happy if it's a remake it's of the one no, on the new. Wii U. 
I'm no, that's sure. not confirmed. I think it's all. I think it's new. I'm with you on thinking it's new because there was a new theme song, and normally in the trailer or whatever, so it might be new. They know how big a title it is and how people have been starving for it. I think it would be a sh- be shortcoming if it's a, like not new. Yeah, but and they you never know with Nintendo. Part, so you never know though. Helps. Yes, but yes, Octopath Traveler. The one thing I wish they would have showed though was is a Fire Emblem game for the Switch, because that would have made me think. Like I, I just I, I need another Fire Emblem game because those are the best games of all time. Wow. That are Kingdom Hearts. So I was gonna say better than Kingdom Hearts, Steve. No, they're not Kingdom okay. Hearts, but it's it's up there. Speaking okay. of what didn't make the list, or I don't know if we're saving it for E3 because obviously you got to save something for E3. So these are some pretty big announcements. Uh, one that I'm wondering about is Metroid Prime Four. Mm. Like I I don't I don't think it's gonna come out this year. I think that's gonna be a next no. year title. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it might be a majority of the Nintendo Direct for E3. I'm not sure. But uh, another one I didn't mention either was Splatoon 2 had some paid DLC. Every time I see that game, I feel like buying it, but I've never bought it. Uh, kind of need to know a lot of people who have the system, I think, for it to be enjoyable. So I'm hoping, though, that they announce some online communication because it's just going to hurt those types of games. And, yeah, so I, I think Nintendo... There's a lot of potential for big announcements at E3, so I'm definitely looking forward to that one. And yes, I support Nintendo and the Nintendo Switch. Everyone right. should have one. Everyone. Everyone. Even okay. you. I do. Not you. The other people listening. Okay. <laughs> the people listening right. that don't have one. All right. So a couple more news items I want to get to this week. Uh, first, let's talk about a game near and dear to all of us, especially Graham. Graham, this is Graham's favorite, like, purchase of all time oh i can't wait what is the division (laughs) (laughs) so on a stream this week when they were talking about the division like content stuff they were adding to the game uh the division 2 was officially announced and obviously no release date yet it's ubisoft Mm -hmm. so even if they did announce one it (laughs) you know wouldn't really matter it'd be delayed wouldn't even times (laughs) but but we're getting the division 2 yay I remember oh. asking at one point, do you guys think there'd be a Division 2? And I just heard blatant no's. I think there are people saying no because they didn't want it. But apparently, <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. if you don't want it, so, you still get we, it. We should have known okay. Ubisoft would have uh, so, given so us a game from, no one asked From for. the company that brought us Watch Dogs 2. And uh, ba- what? Yeah. Badlands? What was it called? I don't know. I don't know. Ghost Recon Wildlands. Oh, yeah. Don't forget, though, lest we forget, Steep was an Ubisoft (laughs) game. Yeah. And we're getting... It it gets better. Yeah, we're getting Steep, too, are we? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So... Probably. No, I'm sure we will. Oh, no, we're getting the crew, too. That's Ubisoft. Ah, that's right. Yes. So, we're getting the Division 2 because they said there's just so much to tell that they just need to make another game. I hope he oh said, sorry, so, please forget the first one existed. So, it will do better this time. So I'd like to make uh, a comment on the first division. Sure. And this is not from personal experience. So, All I right. mean, but I've seen a lot of people say that they've quite enjoyed, they got back into the division one for some reason or another. And they said it's gotten a lot better. It's like fun. 
Yes. That's what they yeah, said. Yeah, I've heard that too. Uh, they should get this right at first. So. Such a sour taste in my mouth. I knew I shouldn't have bought the yeah. game. I didn't like the beta. I knew better, but, you know, the friends that I was playing no. with at the time all got it, so I'm like, I don't want to be left out. I, know. Oh, I, wish I, I, I was I was convinced, too, Stephen. I feel your pain. I think that's what Graham fell into as well. Yep. So, but here's the thing. Like, the stuff they showed off for it made it look so cool. Yes. Know, didn't it? And but now it's, what, well, six I years hooked, before it's released, too? Yeah, I was hooked <laughs> yeah. on it from, like, the Game Informer article, like, the yeah. preview, like, seven years before the game came right. out. And then the game finally come out. Oh, that was the game from the Game Informer article. Hmm. Yeah. You're yeah. right, Steve. The like oh. the beta was okay. It, it wasn't great. And then the game came out. And so I'll say this. Like, New York City in the game looks awesome. Yeah. Like, that part of it, they got down. And I actually kind of liked the story part of the game. Like, doing that part. But the moment you go into the Dark, the dark Zone. zone. Mm-hmm. Um. Game over as far as any sort of fun for me at all. Yeah, I'm with you. It was because it's the type of game where if you don't play, if this isn't your primary game and you're playing it all the time, man, you go into the dark zone, you're done. Mm-hmm. Like there were times where I'd go in there and I'm like dead in seconds, and it's just not fun, you know. And and so I hope they make some changes for Division Two, like. This is not going to be a game I'm going to buy at launch. You know, fool me once, right? Yep. But, yeah. you know, I want to see kind of what's out there. I might watch some of it on Twitch, see if it's any fun. And, and I'm open to it because Ubisoft does some stuff really well. Like, you know, Rainbow Six is Ubisoft, isn't it? Yes. So Rainbow Six Siege, like that's a really popular game. Still, what, almost two years now or over two years after no, after release it, it's still growing strong it actually yep. broke a record for concurrent uh it did uh, or yeah i think it was concurrent players right see and yep. those those are definitely the shooting games i like over yeah. even call, call of duty and because it takes skill and communication yeah, they're yes. tactical um yeah, and that's why i liked hardline better than uh you know the other mainline battlefields i know that's an unpopular opinion Sue I me. liked Hardline. I had a group of friends, and we were really good at Hardline because yep. we communicated well, and we had a yep. blast doing it. Yeah, Hardline was yep. fun. I liked it. I just thought the resolution in the game was terrible. Ah, I can live without graphics if the gameplay's fun. So, yeah, I can too. And I, I prefer gameplay, gameplay over resolution, so I'm with you. Like, I, I didn't turn off because of it. It was just noticeable. Yeah. So, um, But anyway, that's The Division 2. If you're excited, we're happy for you. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. So yeah. excited. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe we should give the Division 1 a chance again and see how it goes. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, we all own it, so might true. as well. It's yeah. true. But another game which I put in the same category that is No Man's Sky, or No Man's Buy, as I like to call oh, it. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently, that game, apparently that game is so much better now that everyone complained and got refunds and they patched it. and like. But the thing is, like... It's such a cutthroat market now. There's so many great games coming out that, to me, I feel like you have to get it right right away or you're basically going to suffer because, like, yeah, we could go back and play Division again, but I could play these other amazing titles that I've been playing. So I don't know. I, it, yeah. it, It's too bad, but get it right. Like, take longer. Yeah. Figure it out. 
Well, <laughs> and remember, the Division originally had this element to the game that ended up being removed before the final version. But I remember seeing, like, that's super cool. Like, you could go on a mobile device. Mm-hmm. Like, say, say I'm at work, and Graham, you and Steve are, you know, you're off that day, and you're playing the game, and I'm at work. and, and Working I'm hard at work, too, right? Sure, <laughs> of, of course. Um, <laughs> say I'm on lunch, so I have time, because that's the only time I ever look at my phone when I'm on lunch, you know? I don't, yes. I don't, sure, yeah. you're a good worker. Sure. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, say so you guys are playing, and I see it, I see you guys are playing. I could jump in from a mobile device and give you support via, like, a drone or something like that. And that, that was super cool, and it got removed from the game before the final launch version. Yeah, it's understandable, so, though, because yeah. those, those types of things always sound better in theory than they do in practice. Yeah, oh, for sure. And they always lead to a competitive advantage, because, like, let's say your team is in the dark zone against another team, mm-hmm. and then, like, you have one person who happens to be offline on its phone and the other team doesn't. Like, that's just, yeah. that's not really fair. Yeah, I mean, for sure. So... Mm-hmm. I think so, though, Graham, No Man's Sky right, is. Yeah. A, I think but cool. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. I think No Man's Sky is a good comparison in one way that both of those games promised the world mm-hmm. and underdelivered in every, almost every way. You know, yeah. and, and a game like, you know, there are other games like Steve. You said it's a lot better now, and and supposedly No Man's Sky is a lot better now, and that's fantastic. But they didn't launch now; they launched years ago. Yeah, yeah, and a, a game that kind of survived that was the original Titanfall. Because the original Titanfall came out and it didn't have a story mode. It kind of did, but not really. And yeah. and the online modes were pretty limited, but they kept you know respawn kept investing in the game and putting more and more modes in and things like that. And then a year after launch, Titanfall was a far superior game to the game it was, you know, when it originally came out. In, yeah, what, and the, March or fourteen. So, but that game doesn't get hammered on like that. That game has managed to survive it. Yeah, only because there was like three games that were out on the Xbox One at the time. That's true. I'll give so, you that. Yep. That's like let's be real here. That's probably a reason that the community stayed with this so long. I yep. had fun with the the first game, but I, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. Like I was just better than a few people at it. Yeah, and it's boring. Like being too good. Sure. No, you're, I don't you're mean good to at shooters. No, no, Steve's good at shooters. That, that's, but, there's no doubt about that. Because I, yeah, I just I, I'm not a huge shooter fan. Like Siege was the first game that like kept my interest in a long time. Besides Halo, I can play Halo. Sure. Sometimes for like, you know, an hour, but uh, <laughs> not an hour. <laughs> so, yeah. At a time. So, <laughs> All right. It's so not very long. One last item I want to get to you guys this week, uh, and it's kind of big news. Guys, yeah. it's it's something that we've I think most gamers have wanted for a long time. So Valve, you know, they they've invested a lot in hardware lately, right? And all mm-hmm. that stuff. But once upon a time they made freaking awesome video games. Well, Valve and made video games? They did. <laughs> really good ones. No. Yeah. Before my time. Yeah. <laughs> really, really good ones. So Gabe Newell stated this week that Valve's always been jealous of Nintendo's ability to produce hardware and software at the same time, and that Valve may start developing games again. That statement alone is going to get people worked up into a frenzy. Yeah. Half-Life 3 confirmed! Yep, right? So, no promises of anything from them yet, but it might happen. 
And he did say, it's not something we're going to do today or starting today or tomorrow. So I think we're talking years. I think we're talking like Death Stranding type of, you know, uh, time frame. So you're saying um, more games to choose from. Awesome. More games to choose from. <laughs> yeah, but not yes. in 2018, so we're good. Not in 2018. Um, yeah, that, I think we're thinking more like 2021, 2022, when we finally start seeing something from them. Yeah. But I think it's pretty cool that there's a chance that we might see something from them again. Because there's there's so much good stuff out there. Even Left 4 Dead. I'd love to see Left 4 Dead. Too. Oh, please. No, you don't even say that. You you like you kill my soul, because that's my my jam. That's my jam. Left 4 Dead. The original Left 4 Dead was so much fun. Uh, 2 was better. And, you know, 2 was better. I enjoyed 2 quite a bit. And I'll take, you know, if you give me 3 and it's more similar to 2 and 1, I'll still be super happy. Well, 2 was better. Once, well, I liked 1's maps better. Yeah. But two, 2, when they added the ability to play all, like, 8 maps because they ported every single map from 1 into 2. Yeah. Like, that was great. I, I used I, to, go ahead. I, I wish I would have played it on the PC. I just... Like you guys, I don't like playing PC that much because yeah. PC had so many modded maps. Like they would have been yeah. fun to play. Yep. Um, I oh, think sorry. Valve is similar to companies like Bethesda and Rockstar in that they're ahead of their time. A lot of times with games they release, yeah, like Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead on console was a cooperative, you know, game. Before. Like this generation, the Xbox One and the PS4. Is all about cooperative gaming, right? It, we've seen that become a staple. But when, at that point, like the 360 PS3 generation, it really wasn't yet. Like, multiplayer was still about, you know, multiplayer shooters, team deathmatch, stuff like that. And mm-hmm. sports games. You know, you started to see some co-op, co-op playing sports games at the time. But, you know, Left 4 Dead was ahead of its time with that. And just like, you know, Rockstar does the same thing. They're ahead of their time with, uh, games like Grand Theft Auto and things like that. You know, they, they really push the envelope in terms of what video games can be. And there's other companies that do that too, you know, here and there, but not every single game they make. And I feel like yeah. Valve does with every single game they make. Uh, same with Rockstar. And we need Valve making video games to make the industry better. For for me. Like, for my yeah. my, my opinion, you know. Um, yes. So, I wish Microsoft, and I think they made a mistake, and they probably do wish this too. And they may have tried. I don't know. I'm not a, you know, an insider in the business. But back when, like, what was the Portal Two? I think was the last. I can't remember what was second, Portal Two or Left 4 Dead Two. But one yeah. of those games was like the last game Valve really s- developed. When they yeah. stopped developing software to go to hardware and to go make Steam a massive mm-hmm. thing, even bigger than it was you know, right. five years ago, Microsoft should have tried to get or partnered with them or something to get those titles to be Microsoft exclusives. Because, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, or there should Sony. have been a Portal 3 by now. or yeah. I mean, Sony too, but Microsoft yeah. just made more sense because they needed it more than Sony did. They did. Um, Sony just has the better lineup of exclusive games. Yeah. It, you know, it, it, at least like, the more, like, across the board, like, hitting every genre. Like, Sony just has not beat there. From January to, like, June, mm-hmm. I most of the games I buy are uh, Sony. Yep. This month, I have two games pre-ordered versus... And if Sea of Thieves wasn't coming out this month, I would have zero on the Xbox. Yep. So, but that's getting off topic. I, sure. I'm just excited because 
Steam makes or Valve makes great games. I love the Portal games. Portal One's one of the best games ever made. Portal Two was great, just not as good. Left 4 Dead One and Two were amazing, and I know people like that one game with Black Mesa and aliens and a yeah. dude with the crowbar. I forget the name of it. Yeah. No idea. <laughs> so, Graham, Graham, any thoughts on this? Uh, it, well, it's like a great company like that. If they're going to bring more games to the table, then yeah, I'm all for it. As far as all those titles, I've really never played one of those games. Like Portal, I've seen it and I'm like, that looks like it could be fun. But I'm like, but I really don't know what the point of it is. I know you go through portals and that's basically all I know. It's a puzzle so, game, but it's funny. Yeah. Okay. Which I like puzzle games and I like to laugh. So it, yes, it would you, work for me. You need to play Portal 1 for sure. Did, did Portal so what 2 system, win Game of the Year? If, if I was going to play it, what would I be playing it on? Um, I think Portal Still Alive is a backwards compatible game, which was so. Portal One was a throw-in in the Orange Box collection, and it turned out to be the greatest yeah. game in that collection. I mean, T Fortress yeah. is cool, T Fortress, but cool, yeah. Portal Portal is amazing. And then they put it as a standalone title called Portal Still Alive, which I think had like the developer commentary, and I don't, even, and it didn't even have any DLC. And then they released Portal Two, which was a more smooth game but it just it yeah. didn't have the perfection that portal one had still sure. worth playing though and it had co-op so yeah. play them wherever you can because honestly you can probably beat portal in like five six hours mm. yeah yeah i might look into that because i know that people love that game and it was like massive and it never I never really understood why, so maybe I have just to try it to understand. I actually think you'd really like Portal, Graham. I'll oh, yeah. do so it, cool. and I'll let everyone know, because everyone would want to know. All right. Maybe even stream it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. There you go. <laughs> <Heck>. <laughs> we'll see. You got. You guys keep watching, and uh, if you see me say, Graham is streaming Portal, then stop in and see if I actually know what I'm doing. <laughs> so... I bet you'd buy them for sure if they came out on Switch. Just saying. That's true. You know, and the thing is, like, you're talking about Valve and the Switch, and they're trying to want to be like Nintendo. Uh -huh. So will they make a game for the Switch? Uh, well, they got to make a game first, but I would imagine yes. we'd probably see it on the Switch. Yeah. Like, yes, I think no. the Switch has proven himself that they're... it is a console that you can put on, like, AAA titles, so... Yeah, no, it's great. So, do you know, Graham, that now, if Valve was to make a game for the Switch, that we also have a place where everyone listening can go to read about it? Really? Where is this place? We do. So, know. you know, we talked about the XboxHub.com at the beginning of the show. Uh, we've just kind of expanded and now have the SwitchHub.com as well. So, that's... What? Yeah, I know. All the news, opinions, releases for uh, Nintendo Switch. So, if you're a Nintendo Switch fan, listening to the show right now, head on over to theswitchhub.com. And uh, for all the Xbox news, and if you're a PlayStation fan, you're going to see, like, there's so much stuff that comes out on both, right? So, yes. you'll, you'll get a ton of news uh, PlayStation related to uh, if you head on over to theXboxHub.com. That's going to do it for all of our news, everybody. So, let's yeah. move in real quick uh, to kind of our releases and deal segment. And we'll start off with Xbox. So next week, coming out on Xbox, you can get the Devil May Cry HD Collection on the 13th 
Also on the 13th, if you're really into this game, Pure Farming 2018. <laughs> biggest release of the spring coming out. 313. Huge. Yep. Uh, you know, see if these wishes. It could be that. Um, and finally, uh, a game that we just heard about a few weeks ago. It's getting a release. Uh, Burnout Paradise Remastered is out on the 16th as well. So if you don't want to pay for games, though, but you have Xbox uh, Live Gold, so... If you're a gold member, you can get games with gold in March. Trials of the Blood Dragon on Xbox One through all of March and through the 15th. Assassin's Creed Chronicles India on Xbox One. And on the 360, you've got Brave, the video game, through the 15th, and Quantum Conundrum, the 16th through the 31st on Xbox 360. So uh, that's a Xbox Steve. What do you got for PlayStation this week? All right, so on the 14th uh, is the American Dream. And then on the 15th, you have two titles, uh, The Alchemist Castle and Zeus Quest Remastered. Uh, as far as PS Plus games, just for PlayStation 4 alone, you have Bloodborne, Ratchet and & Clank, and Claire. There's a couple more titles on the PS3 and the PS Vita, and I think there's one title on the PSVR. Uh, you can go check those out on the PlayStation Store, but those are the three big ones. They're all great. And as far as a uh, deal of the week for PlayStation, if uh, you go over there... And you're looking for an RPG to play, Final Fantasy XII, The Zodiac Age, which is a great game, is 40% off. So you can buy it for 30 bucks. It's good through the 13th of March. So you have another four days to check that out. Graham, what about, what can you get on Switch? Well, let me tell you what you can get on the Nintendo Switch. You could get Coffin Dodgers. I'm guessing that people don't want to die, or maybe they're throwing coffins at you. So maybe it's figuratively, maybe literal. I'm not sure. Uh, and then uh, this game is hard to explain how this game works, but it's Bingo for Nintendo Switch. So I don't know if you actually got to use an ink dabber on your Switch, and probably not a good idea. So maybe maybe you should see Graham, what you got to do first. Graham, please do that and let us know how it works. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I only got one bingo, and then I can't see no more of my screen. But yeah, <laughs> and another big title. Well, I don't know how big bingo is. It's huge. Um, we have Kirby Star Allies. Now, the release dates for this, Coffin Dodgers, will be March 13th. Bingo, that's uh, the title. I didn't get, get bingo, obviously. Uh, March 15th, and Kirby Star Allies will be the 16th. And for free titles for the Nintendo Switch is whatever title you can convince somebody to buy for you because they don't offer <laughs> free titles. But you can try. All right. That's all I got. Sounds good. So uh, everybody listening to the show for the first time, again, thank you for listening to us. We appreciate it. If you're listening on Dash Radio, really appreciate that. Um, head over and subscribe to the show uh, on iTunes or whatever you listen to uh, shows on and hit subscribe so you can catch up on all the old episodes and never miss a show but thank you for listening on Dash the last segment of our show every week is fan mail questions and the cool thing about that is if you submit a question it's right on the show you're entered to win a giveaway that we do the last episode of every single month so the way to do that is to join our Facebook or Discord or, our or follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter at TXH Gaming Hub. Uh, you can join our Discord. The best way to do that is to head on over to our Twitch page. And our, our ID on Twitch, again, is TXH Gaming Hub. All one word. 
And when you're there below the screen, there's all the links to join Discord and Facebook and all that good stuff, uh, Twitter, Instagram, everything else. And if you join that community and you submit questions for on the show, you can win a giveaway at the end of every single month. And as we head towards E3 here, because we can start talking a little bit about it, it's only a few months away, uh, we do a ton of giveaways during E3. So we'd love to have you as part of the community if you're listening to us for the first time. Again, thank you. Uh, please join that community so you can take part in that and have a chance to win some cool stuff. So with that, Steve, what questions do we have this week? All right. So our first question, Brian Richland asks, uh, what is the longest you've played video games straight? And I'll go first. So we were talking about, you know, Valve games. And the longest would, would definitely be a Left 4 Dead game. There were times – I was in high school, so I had a lot of free time. On Saturdays, I would play from, I don't know, 8 in the morning with my buddies to like 3 or 4 in the morning uh, the next – technically the next day. So what's that? You know, about a little under 24 hours. I've never played 24 hours straight. So, you know, if you have, kudos for you. But 18 hours of playing Left 4 Dead, and it was one game, like Left 4 Dead only. Granted, we talked a lot in between, but we didn't switch games. It was Left 4 Dead. <laughs> That's mine. What, what about you guys? Uh, I, yeah, I don't remember the, like, exact game, but I would have to say the longest I've played is probably in that, like, 10, 11 hour range. Um. I, I, I haven't done any of like the twenty four hour gaming marathons yet. Maybe we'll do that on Twitch one of these days. We should probably. We should. But I, I haven't done I'm that game. yet. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I know you are. <laughs> yeah. Grab, you're insane. Grab, everybody out there, Graham sleeps like two hours a day. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're you're not wrong. You're not. I, wrong. I know. I know. I'm not. That's why I, I said it. Playing Rocket League till like three in the morning, and I had to be up at six thirty this morning. So. <laughs> That's Found a new love for that game, though. My my roommate, he, uh, he unleashed a beast. I um, thoroughly enjoyed it, actually. Well, I can tell you, Steve and I found a new love for that game on Twitch last <laughs> weekend. Um, yeah. yeah That's loved, a it so, loved it so much, we switched to NHL in about 10 minutes. So, <laughs> Was but it 11-1 to I, one on aggregate score? But, for those but I, I will tell you who did love us playing Rocket League was whoever the hell we were playing. That's right. They <laughs> had a fantastic time. Eleven to one. Yep. Eleven to one. Hey, so, wow. good stuff. Uh, I did, did score a goal. So we you scored know. a goal. I am not, I'm not to blame. Yeah. Oh no, because you know we should. <laughs> yeah. One, <laughs> one should have been enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it should have been enough with so, our defense. Yeah, something like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, probably that like ten, eleven hour range. Um, don't remember the exact game. I'm sure I've done it a few times. Uh, not so much recently, but, you know, if something really grabs me and I'm really into it, then you kind of lose track of time. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I do – I will say one, though. I, I remember, like, World of Warcraft back when I played that. Like, oh, that would wow. be some late nights. Like, just, I, all of a sudden I look up and it's, like, four in the morning. You know, so that game yeah. was one of Thank those. Thank God ones. I never got into that. That I could know. honestly be mine as well, Tyler, because yeah. I was in Vancouver. I was unemployed. And living with two other people, and we played that so much. That probably the most played game, if but I don't know how many hours. Zombies, though, just well, not strictly zombies. Mostly zombies. Sometimes we would go in a campaign, but I think yeah. my two, I could just think of two. I don't know which one was the biggest. Was um, would be two Nintendo games actually. One would be Mario Kart for Super Nintendo. 
because uh, I was in Cubs at the time, and we did a wake-a-thon. So basically, you just okay. stayed up all night. You didn't go to sleep. Ah. And everyone like brought like TVs and like their their gaming systems. And I played a ton of Mario Kart. And other than that, another title for Super Nintendo was Super Mario World. I remember me and my cousin, I don't know exactly when we started it, but we pulled an all-nighter. We did not sleep. So we, like, 15, 16, I don't know, hours straight. And we might even start it right from the beginning and finish it. I don't even know. It was okay. it was pretty intense, but it was fun. And, nice. and then when I slept, I probably slept a day straight. But, yeah, <laughs> that's ones that come to my mind. All right, cool. What else we got? All right. Uh, next question. Blake Popes asks, what is one game world you'd want to live in? <laughs> so clarifying question, or I'm just curious. Is this like, what is one game world I'd want to be a protagonist in? Or what is one gr- world I'd want to live in? Because well, I would not want to... answer you. <laughs> I, I would not want to live in like Skyrim if I was not the Dovahkiin. I can tell you that much. <laughs> For sure. Um... <laughs> Let's so say live in. Oh, okay. Live in. Oh, then I got it. Like, be like an oh, NPC in, I guess. Yeah. Like, oh, you sure. live in it. Okay. That's a way harder question to answer. It is. You I guys have screwed myself videos? with that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Thanks a lot. <laughs> you got to think fun and enjoyable and, like, relax. I, I, I mean, I, I would live in Animal Crossing's world. if, Because, you know, the NPCs... It's just a calm, relaxing thing. You know, you get to complain to the villager every time you want something. <laughs> hey, come visit my house and give me, I want to... Bring me this. Blah, blah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and 10,000 bells. But <laughs> 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 has to do that if he wants you to stay. So, yeah. you know, you know, that's not the worst. I, I think I, I'd, I'd live in Animal Crossing's world. That seems pretty fun. Okay. Graham? Oh, thrown into me, eh? Um, oh, that is a tough one. If you got one, Tyler, you can go ahead. Why I um, think? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll start by saying my my favorite game world is the Bioshock world, but I wouldn't want to live in it. Oh God, no! No, yeah. that would be awful. Well, right? well, I'd say my favorite was the Fallout world, but I yeah. don't want to live in that world either. <laughs> right? So Death Claws, um, no thanks. <laughs> I'm gonna say like Nintendogs. I would love to live in that world. <laughs> like puppies. Now, would you become a, a dog, or like would you be a human? Just no, I just want to be surrounded by puppies. Ah, uh, that would be. Yeah, or like Zoo Tycoon or something like that, you yeah. know? Um, I, I know the world I want to live in. Because <laughs> all my favorite game worlds are like horrible places to live and, yeah. and exist in, like even Halo, you know, or Gears of War. That would be awful to live in that world. But those are my favorite game worlds. Graham? I would live in a Sims world where I'm rich and famous and I got a massive house. <laughs> okay. You don't get to choose who you are in this world. Well, it's yeah. Sims World, man. It's how I built it. Yeah, but what if you have a protagonist that comes in and decides he wants your wife and follow him, follow him, and whatever the hell language they speak in the Sims, yeah. and decides to get killed because he makes you go, he invites you over for a swimming party and he takes the uh, the stairway out. You know, you don't have control over that. You're an NPC. Whereas I'm yep. pretty okay in Animal Crossing. So, yeah, Graham, that, you just didn't think that one through. <laughs> Next question. You know, you know Graham, yeah. <laughs> Graham, your idea's wrong. It, it, if I think of one <laughs> as we go on, I will come back to it and answer it. 
right. No, I, I only said that because, like, I, I was like, that's a good idea. So, you know, why didn't I think yeah. of that? Naturally, I had to, like, poke holes in it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so, are you guys good on that? Yep. Go for it. What all right. Got? Aaron Grundler asks, favorite movie of all time? Okay. So, I can never just say one. If you force me to say just one, it's just rare. one. Yeah, it's just Rare as the Lost Ark. You got to okay, pick one. That's it. Graham, okay. favorite movie. I'll uh, give you guys a hint. Uh, this one in the movie. Freedom! I know oh. I lose my head. Braveheart? Braveheart. Braveheart. Best movie Braveheart's ever. Braveheart's your favorite movie? It is, yeah. and I, I've known that about Graham, and it's amazing that he likes that movie even more than Lord of the Rings. Graham, yeah. So, we once on the podcast, uh, I don't know if we did it on the show, Graham, or if it was in prep for the show, but we once had to talk you out of buying an eight hundred dollar Lord of the Rings. Nah, that's not true. Yes, it is. Yes, yeah, so I like remember. That. That, <laughs> so <laughs> it was <yeah>. on sale <laughs> for eight hundred dollars. I didn't buy it. Thank you. Yes, thank you. For not buy it on eBay when it's two thousand now. Are you happy? No. 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 <laughs> okay. no it's not. <laughs> so. For me, like, I honestly can't think of my favorite movie. It's, it's honestly, like, I love a lot of movies. I'm with you, Tyler. It's hard to choose just one. It'd probably be a Disney movie. Maybe. I'm trying to think of one movie I could just rewatch constantly and never get tired of. It might be Hercules. Like, the cartoon Hercules. I love that okay. movie. All right. It's it's a Disney movie for sure. That's yeah. it's probably one of my favorites. Maybe Beauty Disney. Disney I don't know. I know. I'm a. So that's one I've never seen. So I've seen Tyler's. I've seen mine. Oh, you got to see the the cartoon Hercules. It's got James James Woods in it. James Wood. James Woods. Whatever. Wood. It's good. James you Wood. Watch. It's it's. So what funny. makes what makes that movie better than some of the iconic Disney movies? Uh. It's it's the honestly it's the time period. I love Greek mythology. So, you know, a movie set around Greek I mean, gods. Gladiator then. <laughs> is That's a good movie. I mean, it's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, it's I know. tough to pick a favorite movie. Like I I don't know. It's it's really hard. Maybe it could be Star Wars episode 5 or whatever. Okay. The Empire, Empire Strikes Back. Back. Yeah, that's up yeah. there. It's definitely a top 5 movie for me, for sure. Yeah. yeah we're not doing no. top 5. We're doing top 1. Uh, it's 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 a toss up. I mean, I can always go with Empire Strikes Back, Return of the King, also the extended edition though. The extended it has yeah. to be the extended edition. Oh, and now uh, you're taking a six hour movie. That's not yeah. fair. So, well, if I'm gonna throw out more movies, I'll throw out like <laughs> The Dark Knight. Um, yes, that's another. Oh one. yeah, the we, Dark could, we could we could we could do a whole Knight. podcast yeah. on this, well, and maybe you know one day if we'll we're do talking a whole, movies, then yeah, we could do a whole like, we could do a whole episode on that. Oh um, yeah. If you guys are interested in this, we could do yeah. a, a Twitch stream we, about we this. We do do a TV fun. podcast, too. So, <laughs> yeah. a movie podcast. So, like, a, uh, you know, come join us on a Saturday and we can talk about and argue about the best movies of all time. But we'll not do it here. We'll save you from that. This is video games. That's right. Um, so, you know, on the subject of video games, our last question from Baz. <laughs> he asked, what's your favorite dessert? Oh, I know that one. Lemon, wait, homemade, homemade lemon meringue pie. I, I threw up in my mouth a little bit. Lemon. Ugh. <laughs> so, Graham, you're on to something there. It's definitely uh, good. Up. It's not my favorite. <laughs> so, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> um, 
I'm definitely like a chocolate and peanut butter type person. I love that combination. Um, today, I had brownies that someone brought to work. And Ooh. I've had them before when this person brought them. And they are the greatest thing that's ever probably been put in an oven. Yeah. It's like peanut butter with like chocolate, but it's like oh. also like chocolate fudge. Reese peanut butter cup. Uh-huh. And you're making me hungry. Oh my God. They are, they are amazing. And I was, I was given the opportunity to bring like half a pan of them home. And I had to say no, because they'd be gone by now. <laughs> so, no, they, they wouldn't even survive the drive home. Yeah. Home. I would have been yeah. stepping on those. They, the they would not have made it to when we started recording the show tonight. So I had to say no, but that's probably about the best thing that I've had, but I love chocolate and peanut butter. So like that type of dessert, anything like that is awesome. Um, I do like, like pie is good too. Like a good, like French soap type pie. I like that quite a bit. So yeah. Steve. Um, mine's cheesecake. I love cheesecake. Oh, okay. cheesecake though. They're too it's, tight. It's the best. Uh, there is, but I like just the regular New York style cheesecake. Okay. All the other ones are good too, but just a plain old slice, nothing on top either. I don't need the fucking like strawberries or whatever. Just a plain yeah. slice and yes, style I totally agree. Mm-hmm. That's like, all. Carrot, I need. Cheesecake, my favorite. Cheesecake too. is so good that it stands on its own. Like yes. you don't need toppings on it. Yeah, I do love carrot cake, Graham, but only because of the cheese, uh, the cream cheese. Sour frosting. cream. Yeah, no, yeah. Sour cream. Yeah, not sour cream. Not sour cream. What? Uh, yeah, what? What are you doing on your sour- carrot cake, Graham? <laughs> I love sour cream in general, but no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do too, but I wouldn't put it on a carrot cake. But yeah, Most that's my favorite thing. cheesecake. I could do a sliced cheesecake, plain okay. cheesecake, and we're cool. good. All right. So that does it for our questions. All right. Anything else? Uh, no, I think that's about it, everybody. So. Uh, Again, everybody listening for the first time on Dash Radio, we appreciate it. Uh, thank you for joining us. And, you know, we'd love it if you went and subscribed to the show on iTunes or CastBox or whatever it is you listen to. We are the Gaming Club. We and uh, this has been episode number 86. And we'll be back next week with episode number 87. And until then, everybody, uh, we hope you have a great week. We hope you get a chance to play some great video games. It is like we're about to head into some awesome releases at the end of this month. So uh, yeah. next week at this time, we'll be talking about how much we're looking forward to seeing these and A Way Out and Far Cry 5 and all that stuff. And that will be the show, Steve. And I look forward to that. So, but uh, thank you everybody for joining us. We appreciate it. This has been episode 86 of The Gaming Hub. Episode 87 will be next week. We'll be back with that. Until then, everybody have a great week. We'll see you then. Take care, everyone. Goodbye.